Alrighty then, what's up everybody? I know it's been a minute since we've been back, you know, we had the little retreat down to South Padre. Oh, we got, um, we got to talk about South Padre also. That was a good time. There's really not much to say. We just got super drunk and had a good time. <laughs> yeah, and at one point in time, Miles thought there were Russian spies amongst us. Oh, yeah, that's just, <laughs> yeah, anyways, but, uh. Yep, Spaceman, you're here. Welcome, welcome. Poison Fantasy's back. How are you doing? Hopefully everything's going well with you. Uh, Trying to get on. Combo's here. What's up, bro? Both of you, hope that both of you are doing well. We are. I am. I can speak for myself. I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. I'm doing well. And there you go. We're both things doing are, fine. Things are going well. Everything's going well. Heck yeah. We're just here. here. I'm actually in quarantine right now. Because I was exposed to the old Rona. Mm. Exposed. Yeah. Exposed. Exposed to the old Rona. Darth, you okay? Um, I will do that if you send me a mention that's not expired. Um, I don't check Discord all that much. You guys know that, and I didn't see that you had messaged me, so that meant that invite is not valid. So, send me another one later. Also, just real quick, I hate sports. I officially hate sports. You know what? I don't hate sports, guys. Guys, I don't hate sports. I don't they don't look sports. terrible. Okay, we don't have to do all this now. Well, this is okay. Chat, tell him this is excessive. We Let's don't. Go, baby. We don't. We don't need all this sweet yes. pig. This is the last thing we need. We finally we won a game after two long, pitiful seasons. With Coach Chad Morris as our head coach, we finally won a game, and it was glorious. Hey, you know what? I will never – I know you can't hear me right now, Darth, but I want to show everybody my shirt. I will never give up my love for the horns, even though we look like hot garbage against TCU on Saturday, and we lost. It was inevitable. We were going to lose at some point in time this season. It happens. It always happens. And it always happens that the Horns lose on the same weekend that the Cardinals get eliminated from the playoffs. It, it's okay, stop. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> you return to the top ten, give me a shout. All right, okay. that's enough. We'll see how the rest of the season plays out. We sure will. Uh, we sure will. Uh, I spent five hours of my day totally revamping my Discord. Dang, that's a big-time commitment to that space, man. <clears throat> Oh, Ed Nuts is here. Let him be. Thank you, Ed Nuts, for encouraging my behavior and letting me celebrate in my win. Thank you. Appreciate you. I don't care. Hope you're I, doing well. I love you, Ed Nuts, but um, I'm not going to let him be. I am. I'm going to be super stoked about it because it's awesome. <laughs> we already hear your effing tweets. True. If you guys were at, at all active on Twitter during that game on Saturday, I was popping off on Twitter. It was crazy. Uh... Get affiliates so me and Poison can sell and donate biddies. Yeah, we're working on it ever so slowly. Um, we just need 50 followers. That's it. 50 followers. Tell your we're friends. At like, we're at like 20 some odd. So if you guys want us to get there, tell your friends, tell your family. Spread the word. Just create fake Twitch accounts and just go follow us. I mean, there's also you know? that as well. Who cares? Oh, there's Reagan. Hi, Reagan. <laughs> hi, Reagan. Can you say hi? There she is. Your game stop. Adorable. So Spaceman with the host, thank you. Okay, well, after I'm done with this, I'll download another game. Can you go help your mom? 
What's she doing? She's in the other room. Can you go help her? Thank you. Amazing. We're painting a room in my house right now because we're in quarantine and we are bored stiff. Well, it is so, what it is. Luckily, Sherwin-Williams has online order and pickup. Nice. So Reagan got to pick the color of the room and it's, guess what, pink. No, you don't say Yeah, that. I know. <laughs> Poor little, this is my whiskey of the week, by the way. Redemption. Redemption bourbon. Straight bourbon, baby. Very nice. Pre- Pre-prohibition <laughs> bourbon. Hey, no, it says, look at Alex being a dad. I know. Such I know. Good, such a good dad. I try. Um, well, <clears throat> speaking of quarantine and the Rona, our oh-so-illustrious president... Oh, boy. ...and his non-mask-wearing behaviors finally caught up to him. And he is... or has, I should say, been stricken with the rona yeah he's also breaking quarantine and going back to the oval office yeah that's true he also spent three days in walter reed and was like i feel great and then went back to the oval office so now everybody (laughs) around him there is getting um and and by the way don't be afraid of it it's easy it's easy yeah it's easy don't be afraid of the of corona because it's easy and it doesn't it's it's fine so um tell that to the two hundred ten thousand people that have died from it yeah so that's real good uh super super sensitive of you uh mr president great freaking job um top top 10 leadership skills just just amazing (laughs) How you yeah. guys get a free show with the rubber band and Reagan. I told my friend about it, and the pizza gate turned her off when I mentioned it. She's Jewish. Well, you know, it is it is what it is. Well, we don't talk and, about it. She can come. She can still come. Like we don't talk about pizza gate all the time. No, and a lot of what is involved in pizza gate is like very far. It's just like when you talk about aliens, right? Before, like there was real proof. And the Pentagon came out and said, we've recovered vehicles that are not of this world. Everybody's like, oh, here we go, the aliens. Because there's a lot of nuts out there. Like, this conspiracy theory stuff draws in a lot of nutcases. And there's a lot of crazy theories out there. That said, we look at the facts. And we look at solely what is provable and what can be proven. And connecting dots. That's all we do. Yep. Well, Spaceman... Um, you tell her she can go to the YouTube. I just actually I posted a, a video uh, the other day. I uploaded a new episode. So tell her you know that she can go scrub through those and see if she likes it. And then if she wants, she can tune into the live shows and she she can just avoid the um the ones where we talk about PizzaGate if it makes her that uncomfortable. Well, and I have felt a lot better, and I don't even love the term Pizzagate. Like, that's what people refer to it. But child pedophilia and child trafficking is a real problem. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'm convinced that they've got old Ghislaine just tied up. And they're and just, just like beating names out of it, her. Just give me more. And it's not, I don't think it's a coincidence that now after she's been obtained that all of these child trafficking raids are happening and they're finding kids no not at all she's out there just exposing everything they're finding kids by the dozens in trailers in georgia and oklahoma i mean oklahoma i think indiana um it's a real thing i mean i'm not here to say that like what what's your news 
combo and also what do you mean by under two months left hopefully so anyway go on sorry oh i was just gonna say i'm not here to say that you know everybody like every celebrity is tied into the illuminati and that ties back to pizzagate like that's when you get into the wonky like yeah, i don't know there's some other that, things man. that tie into that i saw today on uh jerry news on instagram i like that it gives me little news blips about i things. know i've started following them too they posted their first ad the other day though that kind of uh, bummed me out a little bit but sucks. anyway but anyway um facebook and instagram are now banning any q anon posts and if you don't know what that is, QAnon is basically like it's this giant conspiracy theory that that says um, Jerry News gave the short synopsis of it. It's like that um, Trump is fighting against the deep state um, and that like it's a whole ring of, of Hollywood elites and other politicians that are, you know, trying to run like run things. And apparently the giant conspiracy with that is that um, Trump is like fighting against it or something along those lines. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. Well, dude, censorship is just such a, it's such like a touchy yeah, topic. So weird. You Which, know what I mean? What's blue? Uh, that is a cookie monster donut that we got oh, okay. after we got tested for the Rona because she handled it so well getting a q-tip shoved up her nose what a trooper uh, i thought that was I, a, I thought that was a, like a frosting sandwich for a second that's what it looked like no we got a dozen of them and she's just uh going to she's town. just been going to town on them like Fair enough. all at quarantine yeah eh, whatever you know justified how you have, got have a donut right uh netflix okay so this is combo's good news netflix is getting charged for cuties nice What's cuties again? Um, cuties was uh, is a is a movie that um, some French lady made, and it's about these. They're they're like seven, eight year old girls that are like you know. I think one of them moves to a new school or something, and they basically start like this dance troupe. But it's like I I, I don't want to say that it's dances that should be. It's not good. They're not good dances. All right. It's like very. It's very sexualized. Like, like Netflix provocative dances. Yes, extremely. And so it's basically like seven and eight year olds twerking and doing that kind of shit. Oh, and it's it's for real. Is it a? Is it nonfiction or fiction? It's fiction. Okay. Um. And and uh, and you know Netflix showed the trailer and the trailer I uh obviously focused on sexualizing these seven and eight year old girls and there's a bunch of other stuff came came out about it like the producers literally sat through like eight hours a day of like watching little girls like dance like this so they could get the casting right and um and it's just it's really it's uncomfortable i think i'm I'm so thankful that i haven't watched the trailer because i refuse um i've seen a couple little blurbs about it like here and there and it's very uncomfortable i don't like it one bit the f- the director or the producer of the movie the or the writer whoever it is, whoever came up with the idea for the movie is trying to justify it as like a some sort of like coming of age like making friends in a new place type story and was like bashing netflix that netflix had focused on the dancing part of it and sexualized the trailer and i'm like bro you don't write a movie like this with preteens in 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 this situation 
and, and then try and justify it like you did like yeah no. uh no so not, and the, not... the uproar about it has been just astronomical like everybody is pissed and rightfully so um so thank god it's yeah. yeah yeah i'm so glad like combo combo tried to get me mission failed slash combo tried to get me he's like dude you need to go watch the trailer for cuties and i was like uh i'm good thanks because i think i'd heard something about it before he mentioned it and I was like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm good off that. I don't I don't need to – I'm not going to watch that. That's going to make me wildly uncomfortable. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know if it's been pulled off Netflix yet, but at least there, somebody's getting something for it because it's just – and now Netflix issued one of those, like, Twitter apologies. I was like, we're so sorry that the trailer that we showed for this was um, – you know, focus solely on like the dancing and like just uh, they're like something along the lines of like the apparent sexualization of of preteens, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I actually saw one of my friends uh, seeing Poison Fantasy say I canceled my Netflix subscription for the first time in years. Uh, made me recall someone on Facebook, one of my uberly Christian conservative friends, on a very long post about how Netflix posts or supports satanic ideologies or something like that. But I think it was based around this whole cuties thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's insane. Um, and that says it's sad as how studios have their preteens and young young girls dance. Yeah, it's really, I don't like it at all. And the one I worked for and danced with had five-year-olds being a little over-sexualized, even for my taste. Yeah, see, it's weird. Like, that type of dance stuff, like, I, I'm not, like, should, like, kids shouldn't just not be allowed like exposed to that like at all like if you want to go and do like uh a dance thing and like you want your kid to like competitively dance or whatever when they're that young just have them out there like running around on tippy toes doing like twirls to like uh mary had a little lamb or something like yeah they don't need to be out there like doing overly provocative dances to WAP at five years old. Yeah, definitely not. Like, a thousand percent And, and, and honestly, even, like, I would say even high school age, like, I, like, still no. Like, I mean, you can, like, there's plenty of, because you've seen it all over, like, America's Got Talent and stuff. There's plenty of girls that are in that age group, like high school, that go do dance, but dance in a more, like, it's like an expressive way, and it's not uh, an overly sexualized way, because even then they're still minors, and it's still weird to have them out there, even in their group setting. It's um, very weird. Yeah, I don't like it. It's a weird, weird. Also, situation. I don't even know why we need to, but that's a whole other rabbit hole. Space Animals was like my Netflix releasing this that it gives other young girls relative to their age to do things. That, like this which is yeah that's not good either yeah uh, and that's when i got my dance scholarship they only wanted me for certain gigs because i looked as as an adult even even but i was 17 yikes yeah that whole industry is just super scummy and weird and it gives me bad vibes yeah it's just like and the judges are never women they're always these weird old dudes uh, how would you as a male like you don't have a daughter. Into... Like do you have a daughter? Like if you have a daughter, how do you just sit there and just like, be like, yep, I'm it's... judging this dance. Like, ugh. I don't know. It's weird, man. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand the whole 
the whole dance scene. I worked next to a dance uh, facility for a long time. And I'd see these girls coming in and out, like very young girls, like yeah. all made up and like in leotards and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, I don't know. This mm, feels kind of weird. Drop the yeah. blinds on that one. No, thank you. Yeah. It just doesn't doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right. It's just super, super, super weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Ed Nuts. We, we need to have Ed Nuts on yeah, one of these episodes. On. She's been a day one. For sure. For sure. Day one. She um, could tell the, the John Tucker story also. Mm. The time that Twitter came after me for hmm. being the John Tucker of Omaha. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ah, well. Good times. Chat's question of the day. Good How times. How has life been going for both of you? Were you not here 10 minutes ago? Let me... <laughs> I think good. I think that one would mainly go more towards you, Darth, because yeah, um, you know of recent kind of hintings at how life has been treating you. Um, life is kicking me less in the balls. Um, things are getting better, slowly but surely. Um, yeah, baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. But. Yes, and then things are going a lot better. The next question is, do you actually believe that Trump is taking down the deep state, though? I have not done enough research into what the deep state, like, fully entails and what it is and yada, yada, yada. I kind of just think he's a dumbass. I'll, I'll answer that question because I'm more from I've gone down so many G-dang uh, Reddit rabbit holes and like done a fair amount of reading on the deep state and how I will answer that question is I think that there's hints of truth within conspiracy theories such as these going back to the whole idea that anytime you get into a conspiracy theory like this you're going to see a lot of crap and a lot of crazies yeah. and then there's going to be hints of the truth so I do think that a lot of our politicians are so deep in the pockets of lobbyists and major corporations that there is a lot of corruption that goes on at that level that we never see. And I want to think, I don't know, and I I don't think anybody really knows, um, unless you're him and, you know, his close, close affiliates. Yeah. Um, I want to think he's trying to rid our system of such corruption, but I know how much that guy loves money. Yeah. Um, so it makes me skeptical, but at the same time, he's already got so much money that he's made on his own that I, I do think he's not even taking his presidential salary. Is he? I think he, like, there's I, I saw it, something that I think he said he's like refusing it or like it's going somewhere else. I don't know. It, it, the long and that. short of it is, yeah, he does, but it's more of like a tax write-off. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's weird. Whatever. Like, that's a whole other conversation. You get into the like the the financials of politics because you like. I want to know how senators are millionaires and Congress people are millionaires when their salary is like supposedly like two hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year or something. Well, as soon as Hillary Clinton got out of her presidency, she was getting paid like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars an event to speak at these private events it's like like obama did the same thing i'm not bashing yeah i'm not bashing them for that because like no that that's just them being smart and like they have knowledge or 
that they want to pass on and people like book them and if that's what they want to pay them and that's what they want to pay them yeah but it, um yeah yeah i i uh ed says life moved you from moved you, you to me i don't know what that oh, means oh she's saying like life quit kicking me in the nuts and now over there oh right in her ed nuts and i was gonna text ed nuts the other day maybe she can uh give me an update on this but both of her parents got covid Oh, no. And I w- was going to text her the other day and see how they were doing. But I saw in one of her snaps, I'm pretty sure her mom was sitting in the background or something. So I figured that they're doing all right. Anyway, hopefully um, to answer uh, in the long and short of it, I think he's trying to do things to make the country better. And he is insanely undiplomatic about it. And he is a complete idiot and a complete asshole. Um but I don't think he's tied into all of that lobbyist money and major pharma money. Yeah. And I, like, I mean, maybe I, he is, maybe he isn't. I, I don't know. know. I can see like the good intentions that he has and that he wants to do. But it's just nobody in his camp has just looked at him once and been like, or if they have, he's just totally said, no, I'm just going to do it my way. But he's just, just so untact, well, like just untactful about it. And he just, it's like you've got good intentions, but it's how you deliver it, and you're delivering it in just the worst way possible. So now it comes across as as aggressive, and nobody wants like everybody's like, ah. Yeah. Well, very early on, they tried to take his Twitter from him. Mm-hmm. Like his staff was like, "All right, no more tweeting," and he was basically like, "Middle fingers up, like I'm gonna keep tweeting. There's nothing you can do to stop me." And they were like, "I guess he's right because he'll yeah. just fire us if we don't do what he says." So. So far, I had a phone call, missed everything. Alex said you. No, oh, I was just gonna. Oh shoot! The tech covering from the old COVID. Oh, you kind of froze right there. Basically, he was—he wanted to text you and check in on your parents and how y'all are doing with the old, the old Rona. Um, yeah. So that's a whole disaster. <sighs> With anything anyway. that he's wanting to do and whether or not he's fighting the deep state. You know what else was a disaster? The debate. Oh, God. The debate was a, ba- a disaster. And honestly, so I, I'm i going to be truthful. I forgot that it was even on that night. So I didn't, I didn't pull it up and I didn't watch it. And I'm almost thankful that I didn't sit through what was apparently one of the most painful debates um, to ever happen. Because... I, I, I've, I've seen a couple clips here and there, and it just looked like a complete shit show. It was I, just like the funniest thing I saw. I don't know if you guys watch Family Guy, uh, but the one episode where the where um, <laughs> I don't know why this, but Herb, Herbert the pervert ends up fighting the that old <laughs> the old Nazi, <laughs> and they're just like. Like these two old dudes fighting is basically what it was like watching that thing. Apparently, it was just like horrible. The mediator couldn't rein it in. Everybody was just talking over everybody, and it was just like it was bad. So poor, poor Chris Wallace, dude. I watched the whole thing. Um, in fact, my girlfriend texted me and said, "Can we get drunk and watch the debate tonight?" Because I have a feeling I'm going to need a lot of drinks to get through this. And I was like, 
I've never loved you more than right now and this text message because, yes, I would love to get drunk and watch the debate tonight. Um, And it was everything that you would have expected. Like my brother and I were texting each other a lot throughout it um, because we have very similar political views. And everybody was like up in arms, like, I can't believe this. I can't believe it's like, what did you expect out of this? I mean, the one shining star of the entire thing was that the searches for Jojo Jurgensen were through the roof on Google yeah, I was gonna during say, the debate. Because, like during the debate and afterwards, and, and I, I saw something like after, or I think Darian told me something but, like, <clears throat> after the debate, her numbers skyrocketed. Oh yeah. Which is amazing. Absolutely. It was good. Um, uh, there is a barstool podcast that just went out and saw her and interviewed her and saw her tour bus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I was like, okay, there's like, you know, some major national media outlets, however you feel about Barstool. I love it. Yeah. Um, but they interviewed her and I thought it was actually good for her. Cause a lot of people are starting to realize I saw so many Facebook and Twitter, like all over social media. Like, I can't believe these are the only two we have to choose from. I can't believe. Which I and saw I, that. And then I saw your post, which you like you put out. And then that's why that's what triggered me to do mine on Twitter. And I I already voted. I've already voted and sent my ballot back in because I'm on. Oh, I'm on the absentee like ballot or voting thing because, um, you know, military um spouse up in new jersey so mm-hmm. we we got ours sent to us the other day and thankfully we could just email ours back now the only downside with that is the lady that i emailed it back to literally could just look at my entire ballot and be like <laughs> so there was no privacy on that aspect of it but i don't really care i guess like i don't it's not like you, i didn't write my name on it so you know the only person that knows whose ballot it is is the person I emailed it to. So I'm not super worried about that. But for you guys' information, at least in Missouri, and I I really hope that it's the same for most of the other 50 states, um, you have your, the two main, I don't want to say main, there's, you know, Biden and Trump on the top of the ballot. And then after that, at least for Missouri, and like I said, I hope this is the same for other, for other states, there's three other options. You got Joe Jurgensen, um, and freaking. I mean, look, I actually have it right here—the print-off version that I didn't do because I forgot ballots are super long, and eight by twelve paper doesn't fit a ballot. Um, yeah, so you got Joe Jurgensen, and her her uh, vice presidential nominee or person is Jeremy, and in parentheses, Spike Cohen. So we're gonna have let's go, Spike President JoJo. And Vice President Spike, dope. <laughs> Here for it. Um, and then, so that's the Libertarian candidates. The Green Party candidate is Howie Hankins, or Howie Hawkins, excuse me. And his Vice Presidential um, candidate is Angela Nicole Walker. And then I'm going to have to look this up because I do not know what CST as a party is. Um, CST. CST? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is either. Uh, it's central con- it's the Constitution Party. Oh, Central Standard Time. Yeah, the Central Standard Time Party. <laughs> no, it's the Constitution Party, formerly the U.S. Taxpayers Party until 1999. 
Spaceman. Uh, it's a political party in the United States that promotes a right to far right view of the principles and intents of the United States Constitution. Okay, so they're uber conservatives. Um, yeah, so you've got three other options, and so uh, you know, like, but Alex and I both have have said, you know, you've got other options other than the other than the than the the big two. I'll I'll, I'll word it like that. So take five to ten minutes of your time. We had an, we had a, a short blurb on what Joe Jorgensen's um, political platform was a couple of podcasts ago, and that should be on YouTube. So go watch that, and that's a quick a quick look at um at what her political um or her political platform is, and then you know look up the other two, Howie Hawkins and uh, Don Blankenship, as the other two um you know candidates or nominees, I guess. Either way, you want to word that. Um, and just do a quick, quick look up at what their platform is and what they stand for, and then you know, like we both said, vote based on who lines up best with what your political ideals are, and your, um, you know, your your ethics, like your ideologies, like all of those things. And then afterwards, you know, go on about your day. And afterwards, we can still be friends because we can talk about it if you want to talk about it. Like you know, people always say you, you keep your well, who you vote for private or whatever because but that's just because people are scared now because they don't want to have a civil conversation about who you voted for and why yeah so but you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna judge you for who you <clears throat> voted for because you voted for that person because in you know for you that person lined up mostly with what you believe in and what your your ethics are your your morals are and your your political ideations are uh and and that's that's fine and we can have a civil discussion about why you chose that person and why i chose the person i chose and go from there well uh after the barstool guys interviewed jojo they quickly summed it up in the form of she basically wants limited government so the only thing that goes through the government is fire police and uh law enforcement and (laughs) You said fire, police, and then law enforcement. So fire, police, and ambulance. Oh, no, not law. The, the courts. The oh, court the system. Yeah. Sorry, I meant law enforcement as in the as in the court system. Like, oh, okay. In, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Enforcing, like... I get, yeah, I get what you're juris- saying. Not jurisdictions. Judges. Judicials. After you're arrested, going into the court system. The judicial system, Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think healthcare is in that as well. Well, no, it's a well, free market healthcare yeah, system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was going health more along like you know, emergency responding health, like uh, ambulances and stuff. Yeah, um, correct. Health healthcare and everything else would be in a free market system. Yeah, a, so a true free market system. Yeah, if Ben says I'll cost you fifty dollars a month and give you dental, vision, whatever. And I say, well, I'll charge you $45 a month and give you all of those same things. You're obviously going to come to me instead of Ben because right. I have a better, be, more affordable it, it's price. It's basically going to be the reverse of what we have now. Like the, the literal, like the literal reverse where now it's the highest bidder wins and that supposedly is the best medicine. Whereas in Joe Jurgensen's one, it, like Alex said, it's the opposite where you, it will all be basically be the same healthcare but someone would be able to provide it for a cheaper cost than somebody else. Well, they just had that uh, guy, I think it was, uh, gosh, I wasn't prepared to talk about this, but I'm just thinking about it. Um, I think it was like a diabetes pill that they brought him before the Supreme Court 
and there's there's like a viral clip like a lady with a whiteboard and she's like drawing I, out I like that, the but I didn't price it. increase of yeah. the drug and it's it's basically it's a business model right so the more that they can charge for the drug the more the company's going to make therefore there's bonuses intacted right. with that and everybody within the company is going to make more because the company's making more so the drug didn't get better it didn't have a better success rate of treating its patients but the price of the pill went up so everybody within the company got rewarded. So it's basically how much can we charge for this drug before we start making it completely unaffordable for the patient, which is completely backwards. Right. It should be, okay, you sell this drug. I sell this drug. That guy sells this drug. How can we find a way to offer a better, more affordable price for this drug and therefore making it better for the consumer. But that's not the way that it is right now. Right. It's completely backwards. It's how much can we charge for this and get away with it? Yeah. And that's not what capitalism was based on. That's not a free no. market system like we're being told. It's, right. it's become a money grabbing system. It's completely crazy. Right. Totally crazy. Totally crazy. But anyway, yeah, so we kind of got off off. I don't know really if we got way that, off. We always get way off know, topic. It's just, you know, we start on one thing and then we just start chasing rabbits and you know, it is what it is. You guys can live with it. Um, is poison leaving us too? N no, 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 no. Combo's leaving. Um, gotcha. Anyway, but yeah, no, basically. So that debate was a whole, whole thing. When has the vice presidential debate happened yet? No, it is happening. I was actually just it looking be, at that. Watch it be right now in the middle of our podcast. It might no uh, when is it it's I can't find the date the 90 minute event begins 9 p.m. eastern time when is it is it today is it right now no, yeah I think so actually I think you're right I think it does start at uh, it might start in like 8 minutes Hmm. Yeah, it's October seventh, uh, nine p.m. to ten thirty p.m. Yeah, sure so that's enough. Eastern time though. So it starts in an hour. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it starts. Yeah, we'll be done by then. I'm definitely gonna be watching that because I gotta see who's around me. Fuck Kamala Harris, dude. Fuck that. I I hate her so much, yeah, I don't dude. Like her, I and that's that's not even talking about political parties if she was a republican i would, still I would hate her just, just as much because of what she did while she was in california in power i did it how do how do you keep people on death row knowing that you have the evidence to overturn the conviction and just solely from a position of not wanting to look bad and not wanting to lose a case withhold that evidence and keep those people on death row for years yeah it's multiple so, years so and, up. and just being like don't want to lose oh uh, you don't know but lose. it's okay though because she said she was sorry oh uh real sorry just like about that crime bill that put a bunch of single mothers in chicago in jail mm. or not the crime bill the truancy bill excuse me yeah She's real sorry about that too. And no, you're not. <sighs> Stupid. No, you're not. You're not sorry. No, no. You wanted not. you wanted the position of power and you didn't want to lose. It was a game to you. You were playing a game with people's lives and their livelihood that they will never get back. They will never get those years of their life back. They will never get that that uh what's the word that I'm looking for? That that connotation with their name yeah it's always going to be of being like a murderer 
it will always be you ruin people's lives playing a game that you didn't want to lose yeah and now you're sorry nah you don't get to be sorry bro no dude people talk about it all the time like trump's in a position of power and he should be held to a higher standard which i completely agree with for sure but if you're going to be in that position of power and you're going to blatantly withhold evidence that can get people off of death row because you want to win a game? Nah, fam. M- miss me on that, dude. I don't want that person anywhere near running this country. Mm-mm. Nowhere near. It's going to be interesting to see um, yeah, what she has to say tonight. And, you know, Mike Pence isn't the most eloquent. He's going to be like watching paint dry. Yeah, that dude is super dull. Which I watched a bunch of paint dry today, let me tell you. Not fun. Yeah, that, that's going to be... Huh. Yeah, that's going to be a um, a debacle as well. So we'll see how that goes. I probably will not watch that tonight. I should, but I'll probably get the cliff notes and the highlights like watching sports. Just because. Yeah, I'm, I'm, of course you will. Well, you freaking sheeple. Yeah, true. But also, <laughs> I'll be in bed by 930 because I'm an old man, so... Yeah, well, trust me, living with a four-year-old lately, bedtime is a hard, like, 10 o'clock. Yeah. I'm out. So, anyway. Last last night, the girlfriend went to sleep at, like, 9.30, and I was finishing up my show, and I was like, maybe I'll come up and, like, play some games, like, play on the Xbox a little bit. And I got up here, and I'm like, I can't keep my eyes open. This yeah. Is, there's no way I can play some games right now. I am tired. Right. Uh, if Joe wins, they're gonna see Biden unfit or two off his rocker to appoint Kamala and appoint Kamala as president. Please, that's probably the end that's game. Happen. It would literally be like a year and a half to two years in, and they'd be like, "Yo, this dude is literally stroking." Oh, probably not day. even that long. Like six months in, they're gonna be like, "Okay, Joe, there- you've had you've had about seventeen strokes, bef- like right now, um, in this six month period. You can't, you can't." There was a there was a point in the debate because uh, I was watching it live. And he was standing up at his podium, right? Like, pretend the podium's here and, like, you know, I'm way up here, whatever. Um, Trump was talking, and I was watching him pretty intent. I was watching both of them pretty intently just to, like, see, you know, their mannerisms and blah, blah, blah. And he looked down from his podium, and it was probably only, like, 10 seconds. It felt like four minutes. But, like, he looks down, and then he looks back up, and he's like looking around and then he like finds Trump again. And I'm like, does that guy know where he is? Like, and that's a legit, I'm not trying to pick like, poke fun dude, at the guy at all. Like that was literally, literally shut the lights off, walked out of his own head. And then was like, Oh wait, I'm still doing something. Came back and put the lights back on. And it was about an hour in my brother and I talked about this a lot. I don't know what, they gave him if he was on a five hour energy or like you know caffeine pills or whatever but he crashed you can see a distinct difference in his his attentiveness and in his speech and everything about an hour in it was almost like whatever they gave him about an hour in wore off and he started getting spacier than shit dude like he started and I, I don't want the guy to be I wish I wish I wish I wish he could come up to the to the debate stage and have all of the same arguments as like an Andrew Yang or a Tulsi Gabbard or any of those. And I would vote for the guy. Yeah, I, I, I have no problem voting for a Democrat. 
but I was watching him thinking that he's it's like the lights are on, but nobody's home, man. Yeah. Like, and then that's when Trump really started getting like throwing some jabs. And, and even when he was talking, when Trump was like talking about his son, it was like, Ed nuts. I got it. I, I knew what you're saying. That's why I left. She said that the Coke they gave Biden wore off about an hour. <laughs> well, they said, Here, Joe, run this line real fast. And then about an hour in, he was like, Oh Jesus. Maybe a little ten Miggy Adderall or something like that. Something, that probably would have been. Yeah. yeah, it's just like I don't know. Need Biden's that extended so, release next time. Biden's so like, he's just such an old grandpa dude. Like it's like the stress of being president like is going to just jack him up royally. He's like you think he's bad now. It's gonna get worse. Like, there's no way. Like, he, I, I truly do not believe he is all there right now. Like, he's old and things are starting to slip, and it's, it. I don't. And I'm not trying to like, like dog on the dude. I'm just looking at it like straight facts. Like, the man is old, and all through his campaign trail, there's been multiple instances where he's just not. Like he's he's saying phrases and things and he's just not there. Like nothing makes sense. Spaceman saying Biden he's was politically woke as fuck. Trying to hide a black <laughs> wire. And sometimes when his head was down, he was seen repeating this from an audio source. According to my brother, he's politically woke as fuck. <laughs> well, you, so you think they got that's somebody? That's the only way. That's the only way he's in, woke. His, in his ear telling him what to say because he can't keep his own brain together. Well, no, they're reading off of. You know, yeah, like you could tell when he you could tell when Trump brought up his son, he was just waiting like with that in his back pocket. Like, oh, this is like now I bring it out like, oh, and then he said that his son wasn't dis. They both lied. I'm not sticking yeah. up for Trump by any stretch of the imagination because, OK, let me lead with this before I uh, before I tackle the whole uh, Biden son thing. Trump's plan to plant a billion trees. Uh, who does he think what, he is, Mr. Beast? What did that? Where did that come from? Like nobody's ever heard of that ever. Yeah, it's and like, he's just like, I've got a plan. I'm gonna try to plant a billion trees. Uh, we need to sweep the forest, uh, and I, that'll stop the wildfires. I, I, so we need to get some. We need to get some maids to the to the forest and sweep up those wildfires. I forgot and, that uh, you said that. And we're gonna plant a billion trees. Like what? Huh? You're just gonna what take is, a whole did... team on and just sweep up all of the leaves on the forest floor, bro? Do you know how important those leaves are to the ecosystem? A billion <laughs> trees? Where? Where do we have room for a billion? Do you realize how many a billion is? That's a lot of trees. <laughs> a lot of trees. Like Mr. Beast recently, for those of you that know, what? he's a big YouTube dude, but he just planted 20 million trees somewhere. Like everybody, like people would donate like a dollar or whatever to his, like chair the charity thing that he had up. And for every dollar that was donated, he would plant a tree. He planted like 20 million trees. That was a lot of trees. That's awesome. And that's super but a, great, but a billion, a billion a bi with a eighty B? million more B? trees. B. So that's no. What you say? Eighty million more trees. That's way more than eighty million more trees, bro. Oh, my math is completely off. Sorry. It is nine hundred and eighty million more trees. Oh, that's close. I'm I'm in the neighborhood. 
That's a lot of trees. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't even fathom how many trees that is. Where you gotta put them? That's that's over my stupid comprehension to even comprehend how many trees that legitimately. Like, I could 20 not million trees to me sounds like a lot of trees. That's a lot like, of damn oh, trees. Another 80 million. We're the there, hell, right? I like, mean, I would try to figure out where the hell you're gonna put a billion trees. Like, where? We're gonna we're gonna plant them on the ice caps. <laughs> uh, we're stop gonna the ice caps the ice eroding. It's gonna help trees. the polar bears. And um, the fish, okay, um, why don't the you salmon, take those the trees salmon. and take them down to the Amazon and replace all of the all the trees that got freaking strip mined out of there to make room for industrialization? It's crazy, dude. Like insane. Ted Nutt says he's gonna plant those trees with all the people he killed with COVID. Yikes. Well, even that's only like two hundred fifty thousand or something, or two hundred thousand. I don't even know. Hi, Brendan. Know. He said he's gonna plant the trees on the moon. Oh, there's Brennan. Hi, Brennan. Plant them trees. I in the hope moon. he dies. Okay, Ed Nuts. That's a little. I understand how you feel. I understand that you've been drinking too, but also like. But you can't. You can't hope for something like that. I'm sorry. I don't like the guy either. Oh, there's Hugo too. <laughs> Probably got like five trees to be really in need. <laughs> <laughs> I did not miss your Spider-Man comments, Spaceman. I was holding them till the end. Well, I, I can't comment on that because I don't watch hold, superhero I'm gonna hold, movies. I'm going to hold those comments till the end um, when it's a little bit more applicable, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so basically what we're saying is – what we're going to say is the debate was a disaster. You've got more options than just those two. Do your research. I, I read off um, – I read off the other three – if you guys need me to, again, I can put them in like the description of the YouTube video when it goes up, um, so you guys can go look at them. I might even see about linking their um, campaign pages. That way, you guys can go go do that. But um, and nuts, are your parents really dying? My parents are literally dying. Lol, I don't care. Oh my god, I'm gonna say that you do care. I would I would hope you care at least a little bit. He downplayed this shit so bad. Yeah, I know he did because anyway, I don't want to get into it. I know that that's a lot to get into, but I, I saw so many tweets that were like, "I hope he dies a slow death" and things like that. I'm like, he's a human being. I mean, I understand that he's a he's a rotten human yeah, being. Yeah, and you don't like him. But but our vulnerability as a nation, they literally did the D-Day tests where they flew the interceptor jets or planes, whatever they call that, around the coast the day that he got COVID because they're like, this is a huge national security threat. And I don't want anybody to die. I don't yeah. want Ed Nett's parents to die, especially. Um, I don't want Trump to die. I don't want John and Mary to die. I don't want Biden to die. I hate Kamala Harris. I don't want Kamala Harris to yeah, die. That, that's not what I want at people, all. I mean, I that's, to die. She, I don't want any loss of human life. Uh, that's not what I'm about. Right. Um, Okay, I, I, I get where you're coming from, it does. You know, you don't care if he dies because your parents are dying because of it. I, I just, like, that's the thing with me is, like, I can't, We. I don't know, can you can you fully tack and blame him for all those people that I, I, died? I, maybe, I feel like there's probably maybe, some blame to go over there, maybe but we should, not all of maybe it. Maybe we should table this and, and then really officially get Ed Nuts yeah. on the next podcast yeah. so we can really. Let's do that. I, I don't think you can place sole responsibility and blame on President Trump for anyone that's died from COVID. I'm not saying that he hasn't played a factor into it. Right. 
I'm not saying that at all. I, I'm, I'm just saying I don't think you can. And I love she knows this. Uh, I've still got Ed Nutz's card on my uh, fridge from when she sent me cupcakes for my birthday. Um, Cause that's how great of a person she is. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her to death and she's one of my best friends. Um, I, and I don't want to disagree with her in a position where she can't defend rebut in yeah. live time because yeah. I respect her and I, I don't want that to happen. Let's do that. Um, we'll table, we'll table yeah. this for, for next time. Ed nuts. Um, get a hold of alex or myself yeah she can just she can text me Twitter and... or text alex and let us know what you're looking like for next week or sunday or something and um we'll we'll figure it we'll out figure we, it out. we'll get her on the next podcast she'll be the next guest for the next podcast sounds good we just got to work in between her and her times being the mother yeah sure whatever whatever you know whatever it works out we'll figure it out maybe we'll sunday or something uh, yeah i'll we'll figure that out um, anyway anyway last thing i want to talk about i guess tonight for now um before we left for south padre i was getting my hair cut and whilst i was getting my hair cut they had the news on and i kind of sucks that it was cnn but it I'll, you know beggars can't be choosers in that situation um and on CNN, while I was getting my hair cut, the Brianna Taylor verdict was, I guess it had just come out what it was. Um, and so then there were, you know, protests in Kentucky because of it. And I know most of you have probably seen this already. But for those of you that live under a rock, in the verdict, they pulled only one of the officers responsible um, into the courtroom and charged him. The detective and the sergeant that were basically in charge of that whole thing were nowhere to be... Like, they, they didn't get arraigned or anything. And then all that the one officer got charged with was three counts of wanton endangerment. And it was... And so that's basically... I'm gonna basically, I'm going to say what the chat is asking themselves already what the hell is wanton endangerment right so i was about to get i was actually about to get into that so i know you were but i just felt like i had to interject i got you i got you so wanton endangerment is like so what he did is is like he went in there and they charged him for firing his weapon off and shooting through the walls i guess into the other apartments around brianna taylor's apartment and it's like so and i saw something um, that I actually kind of agreed with. It was like, wow, so the judicial system there was more concerned about about um, Brianna Taylor's neighbor's walls than her loss of life herself. Because that's all that dude got charged with, was three counts of wanton endangerment, which is just like him... Basically, they're just charging him with negligently firing his, di- like, uh, firing his uh, sidearm. And so... so- like that, did that's he, it. did he make it? Did he want to make it look like it was a shootout? Or... I, I, I don't know. Why I, would he I, be shooting into the walls? Because they, what they did is they just straight up like they just busted up in there. Well, it was a raid, yeah. Yeah, it was a raid, and then I, I don't know. I'd have to like really look into it. But shots were fired, and you know, you know, Brianna Taylor got caught in that and and died. 
but they didn't. Well, but shoot. nobody was shooting back at them. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, from what I understand in that situation, nobody shot back at them. I think what it was is she, she like woke up and was like, "Who's in my house?" Basically. Yeah. And might have reached for something, or at least appeared to reach for something, and they were like, "Oh, she's reaching for something." Bow, 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 bow. And you, you know, and I think they were expecting to find her boyfriend there, and I don't think he was there that night. No, no, or his boyfriend. From what? Oh, he was there that I night. I can't remember if he was or he wasn't. I don't think he was there. I I'm pretty sure he wasn't. You might want to do a little quick research on this because I, what I understand is they did a no-knock warrant, which I had friends get raided. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not friends. Thank God, one of my friends moved out of a house that got raided about a week before it got raided because I literally left his house and people were coming in and out, in and out, and it was getting uncomfortable for even me. Cause I was just there hanging out and they were selling weed and I left his house cause I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, man, people are coming in and out. Like this is like a, like a bakery, you know? And when I left his house, there's a sheriff sitting in like a little cul-de-sac right by his house. And I texted him right then. I was like, I'm not coming back. This is, you need to get out of here. This is not a good situation. You're, you're definitely being watched. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's going on. And he moved out and about a week later, his buddy was feeding his dogs and he saw all these like laser pointers on the wall. And he was like, what the hell is that? And then next thing you know, boom, all the windows get blasted out and they're battering ramming down the door and they're like, get on your knees. And he's like, okay, I'm on my knees. And he, well, can you put your weapons down? And they were like, just get on the ground. He's like, okay, like point taken. I'm on the ground. I'm, I'm, because it was reported, and one of his roommates did have a shotgun. Mm. So they were trying to control the situation, obviously, because they don't, you know, know. All they know is that there's a weapon inside a drug dealer's house. So they're raiding. Which... All right. So her boyfriend was in the house at the time. Oh, he was in there. And because one of, uh, let's see, it said the sergeant was shot in the leg during the raid by the boyfriend. And so in that, Brianna got caught in the crossfire. See? The detective um, that was there, he got, um, he got terminated. And they terminated him uh, based on the fact that he shot through one of the windows with the, when the blinds were still drawn, and that was against their department's policy of uh, them having a clear line of sight before firing, which makes sense. Obviously, you, you can't just start shooting into a, a building if you don't know who's in there. See, this shows my ignorance because same as well, I'm completely ignorant on this situation. Apparently, I thought I was pretty well educated. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea that there was a police officer yes. actually injured. So they did, you know, they did their no knock warrant and, um, yeah, the, the detective fired into the glass, so sliding patio door. Um, and both of those were covered with blinds. So he didn't have any idea. So they did the no knock warrant, um, and busted in there. And the Sergeant was, you know, he was shot and he got shot in the leg during, yeah, see, during the raid, Sergeant Mattingly was shot once in the leg by Miss Taylor's boyfriend as the sergeant entered the apartment. 
He later said in a statement to investigators that he fired off at least six rounds in response. Um, yeah, and they Louisville. This happened in Louisville, right? Yeah, Louisville. Yeah, they've already banned no knock warrants. Yeah, they, yeah, they did after that banned no knock warrants, which they, is good. That's Louisville officials agreed to pay twelve million dollars to her family to settle the wrongful death lawsuit. Um. So here's the whole the whole thing. Um, and again, this is this is reported by the New York Times. Um, so shortly after, this is this is a story for those of you that don't know, um, and to update Alex and I as well on this. So shortly after midnight on March 13th, Louisville police officers executed a search warrant using a battering ram to enter the her apartment. Um, the police have been investigating two men who they believe were selling drugs out of a house that was far from Ms. Taylor's home. Uh, but a judge had also signed a warrant fa- allowing the police to search her residence because the police said they believed that one of the men had used her apartment to receive packages. Ms. Taylor had been dating that man on and off for several years, but had recently severed ties with him, according to the family's lawyer. Uh, Ms. Taylor and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, had been in bed, but got up when they heard the loud bang at the door. Mr. Walker said that he and Ms. Taylor both called out, asking who was at the door. Mr. Walker later told police he feared it was Ms. Taylor's ex-boyfriend trying to break in. After the police broke the door off the hinges, Mr. Walker fired his gun once, striking Sergeant Mattingly in the thigh. The police responded by firing several shots, um, and they they hit uh, Breonna Taylor five times. Um, out of the three officers on the scene, the detective, who has since been fired, shot ten rounds blindly into the apartment. Uh... Mr. Walker, the boyfriend, told investigators that Brianna Taylor coughed and struggled to breathe for at least five minutes after she was shot. An ambulance on standby outside the apartment had been told to leave about an hour before the raid, uh, counter to standard practice. As officers called an ambulance back to the scene and struggled to render aid to their colleague, Miss Taylor was not given any medical attention. Uh, it was not until 12.47 a.m., about five minutes after the shooting, that emergency personnel realized she was seriously wounded when her, after her boyfriend called 911. Um... He's, his recording on 911 what said, I don't know what's happening. Someone kicked in the door and shot my girlfriend. Uh, Miss Taylor received no medical attention for more than 20 minutes after she was struck. Uh, the coroner told the Courier-Journal that Miss Taylor most likely died less than a minute after she was shot and could not have been saved. Um, while the department had received court approval for a no-knock entry, the orders were changed before the raid to a knock-and-announce, meaning the police had to identify themselves. Yeah. The officers have said they did announce themselves, but Mr. Walker said he did not hear anything. No drugs were found in the apartment. <clears throat> um, Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend, whose alleged packages led the police to her door that night, was arrested August 27th in possession of drugs. Um, he told the the Courier-Journal of Louisville that Brianna Taylor had no involvement in the drug trade. Uh, and then said the police are trying to make it out to be my fault and turning the whole community out here, making it look like I brought this to Brianna's door. Um, so yeah, that's basically the gist of what happened. Well, and this uh, poison just brought up a really good point in the fact that it all keeps changing when we don't actually know what this what right, went yeah, so down at this that, point i don't even know what to believe yeah you know and in um, that, like so the one side saying they didn't hear the police announce themselves the police on the other side are saying we that they knocked and announced themselves okay so look at this straight from the facts right 
you show up to somebody's house with a no with a no knock warrant that was changed to a knock and announce at midnight. Most people, if you're using common sense, are in bed asleep by then, right? So you can knock on the door all you want and announce this is the police or whatever you want to say, like Louisville PD. It's going to take a hot minute for somebody to wake up, gather their thoughts, and actually listen to, you know, hear who's at their door, right? So without giving time for that to happen, the cops went from knock, 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 allegedly, knock, 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 Louisville PD to, all right, well, no one's home, I guess, or they're not responding. Boom, boom, boom with the battering ram. Busting up in the house, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm, you know, I'm justifying anybody's position, but if somebody was at my door in the middle of the night and just straight kicked that bitch in, and I had the ability, you know, I had a, a sidearm or something to, you know, defend my home and my loved ones with, I would do the same thing. Honestly, somebody gonna kick my door in, and I didn't hear you announce who you were. Or anything like that. Like the first thing out of my mouth is after that door comes down is, yo, who's there? And if you don't say anything, shots are might might get fired. If I had the means like to protect myself like that. Like I'm not trying to justify that you know he was right in doing that. No. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, the cops were wrong in doing what they were doing. I'm just giving you straight up like that like how I would react how I would react. I would react almost in the same way that he did, whether you were an innocent party of criminal or otherwise, you you know you still have you know, it also innocent until proven guilty, but you still have a right to defend your home. And yeah. You know, if the you know the cops are being so damn impatient that, you know, they knock knock, hey Louisville P D knock 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 Louisville well, PD, they, and then all of a sudden it's just crash, crash. Here comes the battering ram. What am I to think in the middle of the night? Well, and why do you think they sent the paramedics home an hour before the raid? They they clearly had an agenda. Yeah, like they there, were like, there was an agenda. They were like and, they had. I think what you know with that is they made their minds up before they got there. They exactly. were like, this dude's a criminal. We're gonna get him. You know, damned whoever gets caught in the crossfire. And they looked at the paramedics and said, hey, peace out. You know, people are probably going to die. No point in saving them. Yeah. Because, you know, you know that you, you can kind of put the pieces together on that agenda because the detective, who was the lead on that, just straight up started shooting into the house with no line of sight. Or it wasn't even a house, into the apartment with no line of sight. So you don't know who you're hitting. And anyway, so, like, out of all of that that happened... One the one officer that you know, um, the detective who got terminated, the sergeant that got hit in the leg is on, or has on administrative leave, so it leaves one person still on the force. I guess they didn't say whether or not he's on or off to be charged, and all you charge him with is 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 accounts of wanton endangerment or and basically just being negligent, and he pleads not guilty. So he's like, no, I, no, I'm not going to be guilty for that. So it, it is totally justifiable and understandable as to why the protest happened. I, you know, protest that shit for sure, because that, you know, an innocent bystander got caught, um, and died with 
for no reason basically like no reason at all and, and, and because you you know as police officers didn't do the right thing and just made your mind up before you went and exactly and then tried to be judge jury and executioner which i, well, I well, there wasn't their intent i guess but i you know one got hit guy got hit in the leg so you know cops are gonna return fire and but you know at the same time like it's just frustrating honestly and spaceman commented and said that's deep state as my brother calls it i i wouldn't call that deep state i think that's definitely a phase of a marxist agenda um but i don't think the police were showing up i honestly i would say that's more towards have you seen the social dilemma yet on netflix Mm-mm. you definitely need to watch the social dilemma all right um the the premise is it's all about the monetization of facebook instagram mm-hmm. twitter like all they're they are literally monetizing getting your attention so oh, how okay. do we best get your attention so i can google search why does racism happen in America? And you can research what or Google search, why does racism happen in America? And depending on what we've liked and subscribed to and what gets most of our attention, there's literally algorithms right. d- that on like Instagram that will say how much time we've spent looking at what and what videos we've watched. And if I Google search, why does racism exist in America? And I've spent a ton of time looking at pro Donald Trump ads and conservative ads. It's going to say black lives matter is ruining America. And if you've liked a bunch of left wing or like crazy, like Antifa stuff or whatever, it's going to say, cause the police are shooting people in America, Mm -hmm. whatever. I'm just, you know, making shit up at this point in time. We are literally in a time in America that we've never existed in that or in not even in America in in human civilization. Yeah. And in the time of humanity, we've never lived where people have these preconceived notions going into situations, trying to predict how they're going to play out when when we don't know. Yeah. And you can look back like in in history on things and see that, you know, before people went into things, they they used to stop and, and try and figure out what was going on. And then you would approach the situation. You can just watch through history as it just went completely the opposite direction. And yeah. people had made, made up their mind and then they went into the situation and then it was even harder to have them change their mind. Cause they had these preconceived notions of what that situation already was. Exactly. And it's, that's the, that's the, the, the battle, I guess, that we're up against is trying to... It's part of the reason we do this podcast. Is it's so a big reason why I do this podcast, yeah. at least. So is, that we can get out there and get, you know, get it... Somehow, some way, get, get just truth and facts out. Well, and just get on the same page. Because right. most... I, I would argue that 90... I would say... 92%, maybe even 95% of humans want the same thing. And that goes back to what you said a long time ago about the 5% rule. There's always a 5% within any demographic that's going to, you know, screw try to revolt or screw it up for everybody else. 
So I, and I like that rule. I, I've thought a lot about that rule. Actually, I didn't know about it until you mentioned it on this podcast. Right, in which like that, oh, I got that rule from just like, if, oddly enough, I guess from like the Marine Corps. It's a saying that goes around the Marine Corps. Yeah. That there's always the, the 5% that screw it up for everyone. And exactly. And even though it started, though, my knowledge on that started from the Marine Corps, it still applies to, like we said, life just in general. No, and I, I would... I would say I, I actually like that statistic a lot. But anyway, going back to that, there's going to be a 5% rule. And we've talked about this in the past, like 100% issues. Like if we went out and said every child in America or every child in the world shouldn't go to bed hungry, you're going to have 95% of the people say, yes, I absolutely agree with that. And then you're going to have 5% say, well, only 5% or only American children shouldn't go to bed hungry or only Indian, yeah, whatever. There's like one there's, group of people that's like, eh, screw the rest of these kids, mainly just these ones I'm concerned it, about. Exactly. But if, if most sane people sat down and truly engaged in meaningful discussion together, I truly believe that most of us would come to a common ground and have very, we might disagree on this or that, or, you know, here and there, but most of us would have very common beliefs and ideology. Mm-hmm. But when you have politics and you have monetization of attention going into social media, this is when you create this divisive environment that we're living in right now Uh, it's insane to me i Mm. i I truly that's a big part of why i wanted to do this podcast was because i don't understand how we've gotten so divided it's really hard for people like us that think very logically and and see things i i would say less gray and more black and whitish it's it's hard for people like us to look at things and go why can't the rest of you see this you know when we can stand back and go here's this fact and these facts and here's you know this and this side and then we can make it you know make the black and white gray ourselves but we look at it and just straight up go like how this is it's so easy like how do you guys not like what well the more that i think about it uh, and not to go off on a side note, but I was recently listening to a podcast that was saying like, Oh, I only think there should only be like 250 people in America that should have an ability to vote. Cause I don't know enough and I'm not educated enough and you're not educated enough. It's not hard to get. And I'm like, it's not hard. It's, we did it for you guys two week, two, three episodes ago where we literally pulled up one candidate's thing and was like, here you go. It's, it's really not difficult, but a lot of people don't invest the time and the energy to really come up and formulate their own views and opinions. Right. And when I'm just going to get on Twitter or Facebook or, or Instagram. CNN or Fox and just let and, them. And be fed this information. And by the way, this isn't the information. I'm not getting the same information that you're getting. Right. Or you're not getting the same information that I'm getting because it's been monetized in a way that if, if I feed you X information or Y information, you're going to pay more attention to it. It's a dangerous, it's a dangerous situation. No, it dude. is for like, sure. And people have just gotten lazy it's, nowadays. It's a dangerous and crazy time. And if people 
don't or aren't willing enough to take the time to formulate their own views, thoughts, and opinions and do the research that doesn't take that long. No, it, it doesn't, but that's the thing. Like People are too lazy nowadays to do it because they've been force-fed those things from the algorithm and stuff, so where it just makes it way easier and way more convenient to have to pull open your phone or the news or whatever and just have somebody feed it to you without any um effort on your on like of your own effort put forth when you can just sit there and go oh perfect this kind of sounds like stuff that i already believe in and agree with so i'm just gonna let these people make all the decisions for me and i will just blindly agree with them without fact checking or doing anything for myself exactly because we're because humanity's gotten lazy it's just been, it's just a, it's a thing of convenience now <clears throat> Yeah, and that says it's, it's not hard. I made it a point to get educated after the last election. I'm voting for the first time this year. Don't come for me, <laughs> because it's literally not hard. And I was yeah, yes, just lazy. See, like there you go. Uh, there's a story for all of you other lazy people out there. Like it's not hard, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog you for not voting before Ednaz. I'm just gonna say thank you know thank you for educating yourself and getting out and voting this year. Like you know who cares what happened? Like you know as long as you look at yourself recognize your deficiencies or where you've messed up or whatever um and then actively try and correct that and you know make yourself better then that's that's all you can that's really all you can do and that's not just a message for voting that's a message for life the more you know i um, uh i had one of my best friends who's a big republican guy and i wouldn't even say a big republican guy just he's from texas you know Mm -hmm. uh, very deep seated in Republican roots. And 2016, I was telling him like, man, I'm voting third party. Like, I, I don't, I don't trust any of these two candidates. And he relentless, not relentlessly, but as a good friend would in common discussion would say like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he texted me after the, after the debate and said, you know, we went, back and forth a lot in 2016 over a third party vote and and this year i'm doing it yeah this year i'm voting third party same. because i can't i can't i can't do it anymore right, I, I see what you're saying yeah that's the same for me i didn't have anybody i guess to to well a little bit uh of you when we talked before we started this podcast but um that i didn't vote third party in 2016 because I was like, I was of that mindset that was like, it's a wasted vote. As much as I would like to vote for the third party because it was a better option, I didn't because I was of the mindset, if I vote third party, it's a wasted vote and Hillary will be president. And I can't stand Hillary Clinton at all, so I'm not going to vote third party. I'm going to vote. I basically voted to keep her out of office. And that's the same that's, that's, that's exact the point we're at now again. that's being used by the Democrats now. It's the same it's the story same, all same over thing. again. Like it's, and, 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 and both sides are playing it. Both sides are going, we can't have the other person in office, so vote, vote for me, vote for me. And then after the debate, a lot of people were like, no, this is horrible. What is, you know, what is Joe Jurgensen up to? You know, and, you know, thankfully, a lot of the millennials slash Zoomer um, generation that, you know, they're old enough to vote 
uh, her team did amazing on Facebook by using like memes and things to reach the younger generation and get her, you know, her platform out there. And then, you know, I saw quite a few people, at least on my timeline, resharing all of her, you know, uh, platform campaign thing, like things she said in interviews, memes that people had made for her and stuff like that. So like, she, I, I, she did not run a bad campaign at all. It was just unfortunate that the mainstream media did not, you know, cover her enough and well who's getting paid ben in the mainstream media it's just you know fox news is getting paid by republicans rnc and cnn is getting paid by the democrats yep and they're both going to tell you that if you vote for anybody else that it's a wasted yeah no they do they absolutely people will be like so how about so-and-so and they're like who yeah, no, I don't. It's a two-party system. I don't know who you're talking about. And you're like, whoa, 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 no, it's not. Like, there's plenty of other people. Like I said, there's three other people on the ballot in Missouri. Yeah, and we're we're running a little bit short on time, and I don't want to keep rambling on. Oh, but true. I want I do want to tell you about a conversation I had uh, with one of my. So he's a friend. He's quite a bit older than me. His kids are a senior in high school and a sophomore in high school. But I coached his senior in high school. Um, on my baseball team for a long time. And I keep up with a lot of those parents. Um, this is probably the only one that I would consider a real friend. Uh-huh. Um, he's actually the one that helped me out in my DUI case. Um, work pro bono for free. Exposed. Um, yeah, whatever. I made a bad choice. <laughs> Fell asleep mistakes, at a stoplight like six blocks away from my house. Whatever. People Not a good mistakes. choice, but I did it. Never going to do it again. Anyway. Um, he needed a quote on some windows a while back and, uh, well, no, just last week, not a while back. And he was like, I want you to quote this window, but I also want you to stay, um, for dinner and have a couple drinks. Like we, I get along so well with his wife. Mm -hmm. He works for the ACLU. Okay. Um, which is very left leaning institution. And he had some very interesting stories about the whole James Gardner, uh, James Spurlock case the bar owner that mm-hmm. shot that black individual outside of his institution. Right. Um, which is horrible. That guy ended up committing suicide. Yeah. I heard that. I don't um, know if it was you that told me or maybe Abby told me. I don't remember. It's, it's two losses of life that shouldn't have Should happened. Never have happened. Um, say what you want about the guy, say what you want about the protester rioter, whatever. Like it, again, I, I never want people to, di- I don't want people to die before, in my opinion, the good Lord takes him home, yeah. right? Like, I don't want that to happen under humanity's will. That said, um, we are sitting and having dinner after he actually bought some windows from me. Um, and it's never like comfortable talking about politics, really, you know, especially yeah. like I'm right leaning. He works for the ACLU, but like we're friends, you know, and we were talking about it. And, uh, I told him, I was like, I'm voting third party this year. And he's like, man, you, you can't like, you can't vote third party. Like it's such an important election. And as we got to talking, he was like, your generation is so much more educated on this than what I am, you know? And, and the basis of my premise of the not argument discussion of why I'm voting third party is the only reason why people never vote third parties because everyone tells them that voting third party is a wasted vote. 
Yeah, they've been telling them for years. It, it's been the narrative for so long. And what is the reason behind that narrative? And that's because Fox News is in the pockets of the Republicans right. and CNN is in the pockets of the Democrats. And where do most people get their news from? One of those two of media those outlets. It's like our parents so it would, and the one above them that are still voting, they just get all the information they can't, they like their shit comes from those news sources. So that's all they know. They don't know, you know, that there's other options out there and that those options are more than likely better. Exactly. And so by the end of it, I'm not going to say he's voting third party, but he's at least he giving some serious thoughts. Much here. more understood my position as to why I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Right. And we talked about the so the social dilemma in great detail and his his sophomore again you got to watch it, man. I'll watch it. Like, I'll watch it. You, you got to watch it. Everybody that's, some point that's watching this right now, you got to watch it because it really catches later on YouTube. Watch it. I already knew that it was happening. I just didn't, I wasn't smart enough to understand the monetization or basically the system behind it. Right. You know, and his sophomore daughter came out and was sitting with us for a while and she actually, uh, I shouldn't say actually very intelligent young girl, uh, sophomore in high school, very intelligent. And the more that we got to talking about it, she was really engaging in discussion. I was like, man, it, it makes me feel good to know that there are people coming up within the generation behind us mm -hmm. that actually will understand well, this yeah, stuff. Even that's probably two generations behind us actually. Yeah. Jeez, because I don't want to think now. about that. Yeah. I'm old. I'm older <laughs> than shit. Um, Anyway, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but uh, the, this the younger kids that are coming up now. Exactly, and if they keep feeding into the same narrative, the same, it it's wrapped in money. It, it, oh yeah, they they don't care about who's right and who's wrong or who runs the country. It's who do you believe in, and how can we make money based off of who you believe in. Because the more we can get you to believe in that person, the more money we will make out of you right. in our ads. You know, and like it's it's scary, you dude. Know what's it's crazy. scary. It's scary. And you know what's crazy about that is, you know, how many movies were made back in the '80s and stuff, and and even before then, and in the '90s and things that the movies were based solely off of that premise, that the world moves more into corporations controlling everything and there's no actual centralized leadership in any one spot. It's just corporations controlling everything and then there's always the resistance group that tries to topple everything and everybody roots for the resistance group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what we forget is that like we're moving in that direction now. Like we're that, there. We're there. Like that's the trend is it's it's happening. Like those movies you, you watch them for entertainment value, but you don't really see that that's what's happening now as well. And George so, Orwell yeah, wrote a book. 1984. I mentioned it before. It, we're, we're getting well, pretty damn close. I, I mean, we're not all forced to turn on the TV at the same time and watch whatever news is fed to us. But through habit, but it people is are happening. in even better People are willingly, they yeah, believe that it's their are... free will to turn on the news at, at a certain nine time every night and, 
and watch you know whoever it is and feed them their news without doing any sort of fact checking or any sort of actual personal i don't even want to call it investigation because it's not investigation it's just finding the facts mm -hmm. and you have the internet at your fingertips it's not that literally hard. all of the time literally it, all of the time it's not that hard to sit down and say okay well this person said that so i'm going to look and see if that's factual or if that's something i believe in right like look at the brianna taylor case i'm i'm a victim I didn't know that her boyfriend was in the house, in I the didn't apartment. Know that, that somebody got shot in the leg, that he fired And shots. a police officer was struck. And that completely, I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong or anything in between. It's just, I, I mean, didn't know. A, an innocent person shouldn't have died. But why isn't the media delivering us because straight facts? It doesn't fit the narrative that they. Because want. it's a divisive culture. And the further away that we can get divided, the easier it is for people to find a, a hill to die on. And then now this you, is now my guy. Get, this is my girl man talking about, you know, the deep state again, because you're talking about the, the media dividing us as a nation. Um, speaking, yeah. Speaking of, of chat, um, and not so many yeah. years, I have to share slash ask, uh, my husband and his shitty, shitty family, are all crazy Trump train riders. He says his job depends on voting Republican because of oil and gas, and he won't vote any other way and makes constant excuses about him being racist and a piece of shit and an overall idiot and says he knows the guy is a dumbass, but his job matters. How is that valid? Like, how can you still defend that? And am I wrong for asking for a divorce? Who? I know a lot more of that backstory, and no, you're not wrong for asking a divorce. I, um, I would say solely off the fact that he keeps trying to make excuses and justify the fact that he's being racist and whatever other shitty things he's doing that he's trying to justify. Um, right now, the excuse that oil and gas and that is his job being important and why he's voting Republican. The way that our yes, we're 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 moving towards more electric-based cars, but for the time being, that industry is not going anywhere. So, if you're doing it based solely well, on job security like that, then I would say that like that's a very weak excuse. Well, and I would even simplify that. A step further by saying manipulation is an extremely extremely powerful tool and we are being manipulated at a level right now that humanity has never seen and it's True. it's based around the idea that people won't do their own research that people won't take the time because we're all so busy everybody's busy i get it and i truly believe that's why in the heart of a pandemic our social climate is at a level that we've never seen it before right. because people really do have the time you have all me, the time in the world now me being a prime example of like even if i wanted to go work right now even if i'm not sick i've had contact with someone who has this virus that's causing a global pandemic that I, I don't think is made up. I don't think it's a, a yeah. falsehood.
good. I will, but people do have the time right now. And that said, I hope and I truly pray that people are starting to see behind the veil of these manipulation tactics that the right uses, that the left uses, that the media uses, that Facebook uses, that Instagram uses, that Snapchat, that Twitter, Reddit's even caught into it now. And Reddit was like known as this, as this host for purely unbiased information. And even that is tainted now by ads and by monetization. It's crazy. It, it, it makes me genuinely nervous for Reagan, the four-year-old girl that was just on this video, it makes me nervous for her generation. Yeah. Because if they don't pull us out of of this landslide Shit, that we're experiencing they, right now, we don't pull ourselves out of it. Yeah. The thing is, is people are a product right now. Mm-hmm. We, we are a product of monetization, and, and that's a fact. Watch The Social Dilemma. If you want to argue with me, go ahead. I don't think it's going to go well for you, or not even argue if you want to discuss, whatever. We are a product. The, the, the human population is a product right now, and if we don't pull ourselves out of that product mentality and we don't actually start engaging in civil discussion where you can believe one thing and I can believe another, and we can sit down and have a civilized conversation without me calling you a butthead or you calling me a jerk. I'm obviously using terms that um, don't exactly. If that can't happen, we enter an extremely, extremely dangerous environment that will ultimately result in civil war. Yeah, it will lead to destruction. It it just will. It will lead to destruction. If we keep sliding down this hill, we will end up in a civil war. Right. And my glimmering hope is that that that's my true. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You're good. You're good. I do the same thing. Uh, my glimmering hope in, in, in that is that there are, I see enough people or not enough, but I do see people that are, you know, our age and those younger than us that, that say, you know, that do say, you know, we can have differing opinions and we can talk about them civilly and we can still be friends afterwards. I see people that say that. And what we need is more of those people. The, the people that are really like, pushing that whole like path to destruction are on and all honestly they're the older people um because they're so set in their ways and yes there's a few people like of our age and some of the younger some of the, some of them younger than us um <clears throat> that fall into that as well but that's just because that's what they've been taught by whoever you know whoever their parents are or whatever it's like you will believe this way um you know, screw everybody else who disagrees with you type thing. There's still small pockets of that. But for the most part, I think I, this is my, my, like my belief and you know, y'all are more than welcome to disagree with me. Um, but I, you know, it's my belief that the, the people of, you know, our generation, those coming up, like you said, are more educated and are also, you know, more open-minded and willing to talk things out in a, 
in a more civil way rather than getting butt hurt and calling each other jerks and 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 you know butt heads all the time so there's that like little glimmer of hope i guess that i that i see and we just need to like foster that instead of you know what we're being fed through mainstream media and what everything else you know that that's using humanity as a commodity so that's just my that's my take in well, we're at an hour 30. Maybe we should turn it over to the chat yeah. for whatever Q&A they have. Yeah, you guys, whatever you got for us. I know we're going to try to wrap it up real once, fast because the vice presidential once, debate starts in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Once again, I would just love to um, thank our chat, man. Uh, that's not even like a... Hey, that's not just like I want you to like invite more people or you know like it's I do want you to invite more people you know but like I honestly what fires me up about doing this podcast and what makes me most excited is talking to all of you guys right. and the engagement that you guys have yeah I mean, we're not just again blowing smoke up your butts right now um, no I I would love uh, any fool would say like I don't want to make money off. Like, I I don't... I'm not doing this to make money. You're not doing this to make money. I way to where we could just do this as our jobs, you know? But I really do uh, love every single one of you in this chat that, that shows up to, to hang out with us and engage in conversation because it... It really means a lot to me, so that's all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah, no, we do really um, appreciate it. And for those of you that, you know, I know it's a, a kind of an unsaid rule on Twitch to not mention your viewer count because those of you that are lurking kind of get weirded out when you get noticed, I guess. But, you know, for those, you know, in this case, six of you that have stuck through the hour and a half that this has been of, you know, me and Alex sitting here talking, um, so we, we appreciate you guys sticking around. Uh, it means it's a awesome, lot. man. It, it means a lot that you guys, you know, are here and are willing to just even if you're like not engaging in chat, you're just here to to listen, um, and then you know you go from there and, and maybe you go and tell other people. Um, those of you guys that you know engage in chat, that's just another level of support that you show us, um, and we really appreciate it. Like honestly, um, so real fast, Spaceman had a couple things for us. He said, I want to defend Ed Nott's previous statement on blaming Trump for Corona deaths. Um, in the Dark Knight, the Joker kept killing people until the day Batman revealed his identity. Um, I don't know if that correlates. I, I could see it, I guess, but like I said, we're going to table that and we'll get into it probably next week when, when, Ed, when we have Ed Nuts on. Um, the second thing Spaceman said is that Spider-Man thing I asked earlier in chat, you can choose not to answer it. Just generally want to hear your opinion. Uh, my opinion on the whole like live action Spider Verse thing um, would be cool if Jamie Fox is coming back as Electro. That makes no sense because they blew up Electro in the uh, second Andrew Garfield movie, so that that would be weird. Um, and I hope Spider Man as well. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> And that's also that they give everyone for their well wishes. Joe. We wish everybody well, obviously. Uh, no, we don't wish anybody any ill. Um, last thing I'll say before we get out of here, um, shameless plug for our YouTube channel. I did upload a new video on that earlier this week. 
the caveat off that is when we went to Padre, I did not download the actual episode 10. It expired on Twitch before I was able to download it, so I kind of just made the, the next one episode 10 and 11 because we covered basically the same things in both those episodes from what I remember. Also, there's a couple really funny jokes at about the 15 minute mark in there. Um, they were hilarious. I'm, I haven't even seen it, uh, yeah. so I don't even... They were hilarious. You go back, you'll remember it as soon as you as soon as you hear it. It was really funny joke. Oh, right? is it the is it the whole thank you for yes, your sir. cervix? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. That, that was, was hilarious. So that was very funny. Go check it out if only for that one comedic bit, because um, it was hilarious. Um, that was funny. That let's let's finish with this, since chat I, chat's been so involved again. I don't want to keep saying it, but thank you guys. I really do appreciate your appreciation. Um, what was your favorite part of Padre? My favorite part of Padre was honestly just like going and like chilling out on the beach because it's been a while since I've been to the beach and I was actually pleasantly surprised at how warm the Gulf of Mexico was. What was yours? Um, my favorite part of Padre was I think it was was it Friday or Saturday morning when you and I and Brendan were up super early i could not i could not sleep and it was like 6 30 and i heard you and brendan talking and we were like you know what let's just go down to the hot tub and then we went down to the hot tub and the hot tub was closed and so we just went to the beach anyway and i was so hungover like so insanely hungover and i was like I don't know how I'm going to get through this day. And we went down to the beach. We did some stretches. At least I did some stretches. I don't know. I don't think that was me and Brendan. It was you and Brendan. I don't remember going down to the beach and stretching. Well, I stretched. And then we just, we just got in the ocean. Yeah. Like at like 7:30 AM. And I don't know what it is about the ocean that just that cleanses. Like, yeah, was that the day like we all went down there early and then everybody else kind of came down and we way played earlier frisbee after that. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We went down super early and we got in the ocean. That was the day that Brendan and I like we went for a walk on the beach that morning, came back. you were up and then we went right back down. I think you're cutting out there for a uh, second. Stupid thing. Um, no, I think that was the day that um, Brendan and I went down. Yeah, you're good now. Yeah, that was the day Brendan and I went down to the beach early. We got super weirded out because everybody was just staring at us. Yeah. And then we, I came back and I was like, "Bro, get your bro, get your get your brethren down here, right? Check your no, mates." No, you you said to me, "Get your cousins in line," because yeah, all these your- all these people keep staring at us white people, and I'm like. What do you but, think you know, I grew up was, with, man? No, like, it was that, and then, like, the white people were staring at us, too, and I was like, okay, yeah, maybe we look like we're two gay bros, like, <laughs> walking on the beach, but, like, we weren't holding hands or anything, but, like, what you looking at, man? Like, check yourself. Hey, two white dudes walking down the beach, people are going to be like, what are these white dudes There were some dudes there? that were, like, clearly gay walking down the beach, and nobody, I fucked them. No? Well, you know. <laughs> like, maybe it was because we just looked like tourists, and it was the off-season, and they're like, why are you here? Yeah, is, that's is, probably is, exactly what it was. It's September. This is our beach now. And we were like, but yeah, not anymore. That was my favorite moment when we went down there. And I, I literally had the worst headache 
in my life going down to that beach. And as soon as I got in that ocean and started swimming around, headache gone. Whatever beach, wherever you are, if you go down to that early in the morning, it's just the best. It'll cleanse you. It'll it'll cleanse you mind, body, and soul, my friend. Yes, sir. Anyways, um, that's it for this week, people. That's Uh, it and that's all. Just, you know, bring more people here if you can. We need 50 followers to get to whatever subbies or whatever somebody 30, was talking we need, about. We need 30 more followers, people. So bring some, bring some more people here. Tell them, tell them about our, our podcast. Tell them about our YouTube channel. Tell we some, don't talk about Pizzagate all the time. Yeah, it's not all the time. That was just what we really started with, okay? That's what I was passionate about. That's what we were passionate about at that per- particular time. And right. as I've said before... I've never had more faith in the feds than right now because I really do think they're trying to crash that shit down. Right. Um, but other, anyway, other than that, you know, have a good rest of your week. When are we going to do this again? Um, we can aim. Well, that's all dependent on when what Edna's schedule is because she is. Oh yeah, she's the next, she's guest. The next guest. I'll text her. We'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe will, Sunday. Maybe Sunday. I'll send you guys a tweet. I'll put a tweet out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, tell somebody you love them. Have a good rest of your week. Be nice to each other. Be kind to each other. Have civil discourse with each other. And we will catch you guys whenever the next one happens. Because we play this fast and loose, baby. Fast and loose. (laughs) All right. See you guys. Love you guys.